This is a detail podcast. Hello and welcome to the Drink and Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Oh my gosh. A callback to the original <laughs> OG, because this is not your normal episode, everybody. This is a special episode, a, uh, a little episode. short, a light episode. Ooh. There it is. <laughs> we haven't had a light what? episode in forever. Yeah, we're having a little selves, a Digo shorts, or a D- Digo salute your shorts, <laughs> or just a light episode. We'll call it that. <laughs> uh, we have ourselves the two Toms, Holland and Hiddleston beers. Versus. Oh, versus. versus. That's versus. a versus. Oh, a, I thought that was a This is a dual match. I thought, match. I thought this was an and sign. This is the part of the two Tom series where he had like Major Tom and... Um, I forget all the other Toms, but he had Tom Selleck, <laughs> Tom Turkey, oh, yeah. Tom, <laughs> Tom Turkey. That was pretty recent. Yeah, part of the Tom series. And yeah, we actually had a sweet adventure. All right. So this is a special episode. We have this beers, uh, specially done. We can these motherfuckers, uh, and at the time of this editing slash recording slash release, it was yesterday, uh, the... 9th of December, that we were invited as special guests to Two Toms Brewery, and we canned the beers, which was an awesome experience, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, But I am Dustin the Duke, joined by... I am Saf, along with... This is Keith, and along with me is... And this is Pale, along with these other three gentlemen. Yeah, I, I kind of like <laughs> previously said. I kind of ruined that intro. Like, <laughs> I kind of drone on a <laughs> quite a bit. Well, we got to our names eventually. Yeah, we we did. Oh, it. It was I, just, I was like, "Damn, this is a solo episode right now." <laughs> Dustin <laughs> is sidekicks. <laughs> We're living in Dustin's world. Yeah, we're just winging it. Yeah, There's we are written down. So <laughs> this absolutely is a special special episode. We're winging it. Uh, and so the whole point of this episode is be- we're just pl- paying homage to one of our favorite breweries uh, that was sneaky. It just kind of like went up in, in there and uh, just they kept cranking out really good beers and mm-hmm. we just kept going back and uh, it just keeps growing. And I, I, I think that we'll continue with this relationship. Uh, going uh, going forward, but the beer that we have in front of us is the Two Toms series. It is the Holland versus Hiddleston, and it is six point five percent ABV, and it is eighty IBUs, uh, which is I don't think we have an eighty, do we? We don't have these many that are this big. Well, yeah, we have. And we have gaps. That's true. So they go. Oh, around the world in 80 days. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. Geek Reference is the book, Around the World in 80 Days. I don't remember who wrote it, but I don't think anybody Or the Jackie Chan movie. Oh, (laughs) there we go. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan and Bill Nighy, I believe. Oh, Bill Nighy's amazing. 
Uh, it was some other ah, Jules Verne, of course. Why couldn't I remember that? Jules Verne, yes, yes that's yes, the yes. most important part. He's a really good author. All right, uh, did, was there anything on Untapped for this beer, like saying wise? There's a huge long paragraph on the side. If somebody wants to read it, I'm having trouble seeing it. Yes, that is that's <laughs> what I was trying to do a little bit earlier because it is hard to see. But he did post it on Facebook, so I'll go ahead and read it. Um, he says, our first double feature, the other Tom series, can, Holland versus Hiddleston. He says, I have a beer glass that is modified to read, my superpower is making beer. While that is certainly a clever statement, no superpower is relevant in making beer. However, the thematic and often quoted phrase, with great power comes great responsibility, is very relevant to a business. On a brewery's production side, we are really into superheroes and supervillains. From a very little age, my favorite hero has been the neighborhood web-slinger, but I have also become a fan of a good anti-hero that seems to be fighting a similar path. Often we see those paths collide with hero and anti-hero coming together, briefly for common purpose. Similarly, talents, strengths, and superpowers of our two Tom's Brewery team come together for a common purpose. We're here to provide great beer, great atmosphere, and a great experience to the community we serve always seeking opportunities to give back. Our team takes this to heart and feels a great sense of responsibility to our customers and our community. If it's all the same to you, I'll have that drink now. <laughs> nice. Callback nice, to the nice original Avengers. Um, all right, so nowhere on the can does it say this, but we do have the hops that were used. We have Amarillo, Citra, Galaxy, Mosaic, uh, Strata, and Vic Secret. That's quite a load of hops. And you can taste them just as a spoiler <laughs> yeah. alert. Since, oh, yes. Since we're off off already, I'm just going to say I've been sampling it. Might as well. This is, uh, this is a b -b -b bonus episode. <laughs> uh, I think he got this idea. And I don't want to, like, ruin, like, anything per se. But he was telling us uh, when we were talking to him yesterday about a beer from Chicago that he was really into that he kind of made us want to go get, which was Unicorn versus Ninjas. And he was mm. explaining the can to mm -hmm. us. And it was like, oh, this is a really cool idea. Like you have one side of the can is unicorns and the other side is ninjas and it's like cut down the middle. And it's like Unicorns versus Ninjas. It's like their staple beer at this place. I don't remember. It was like Pine something or Pike something in Chicago. That's exactly what this can is. Uh, it's It doesn't have the yeah. colors that he described for that Unicorn versus Ninja. Because uh, he was saying there was a lot of reds for the Ninja and a lot of like majestic purples and blacks for the Unicorn. Uh, but you, you do have yourself like a unicolor or a monocolor really technically of a green can. Yeah, this is all his uh, Tom series yeah. have the same color. It's all this green. With shading. You have your whites yeah. and your blacks, of course. Uh, Tom Holland... And Hiddleston in here, dressed up as their respected, beloved superhero costumes. The Web Slinger, Spider-Man, and then you have Loki. And they're kind of like simpler sketches of the actors um, in like a green hue. And there's a, a like a lightning bolt or uh, some sort of Spider-Verse thing separating them like down their faces. <laughs> It would be nice to have some red hues on here yeah. for Spider-Man because Loki is represented with the green, obviously. Right. But I think he could have pulled off like a way better can 
if the left side of the can was a little like redder than the the green. Yeah. Like I understand keeping the cans consistent, like greens for the two Tom series, but I think mm-hmm. that you keep majority of the can green with the Hendelson side, but you give Hall inside a little bit of a red to kind of give him like a spidery man look and feel. I think that would have helped out a lot. And Hiddle still takes up more of the can, or right. like a more 50-50 split. Yeah. Well, I think if uh, he gets too much into the uh, Spider-Man suit there, it could be pushing <laughs> lawsuit. So Probably. I mean, Hiddleston. <laughs> they cut off, like, down that part of it, Hiddleston's head so you yeah. don't see the horns because that's where you'd it get looks in like trouble he just there. has a bathrobe on, so <laughs> and it's then across like <laughs> the typical Loki yes. outfit. <laughs> He also looks like he has a five head. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> his hairline, yeah, goes hair like to the real top of his head. head. Yeah. But I do think that, yeah, other than the copyright issue, I think that having the red hue would probably make that can, at least the red hue on the, the upper part would be really cool. Also, yeah, it looks 100% like uh, Loki, but it looks kind of mm-hmm. like Spider-Man. Yeah. They did a way better job on Loki, but that it takes up most of the can. So yeah, and I feel like Tom Holland doesn't have any like he does distinguishing features. And in Spider Man, you'd need the mask to yeah. like really display that, and that would be another copyright issue. So, right. and this Holland has highlights, which <laughs> real life Tom Holland is a dark haired person. Now we can get uh, this is smell color color first. This one is definitely light, milky, like a milky. Yes, exactly. That's the word I was looking for. It is a pale, 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 pale yellow, but it's also like very thick, thick. Mm-hmm. with like white, um, like in there. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to tell like on our scale, but if you I don't know, hold it up to the light. It is really close to Kirk's shirt. Like, not the yeah. color of the background that we yeah. have for Kirk, but the, the actual, actual shirt. Kirk yeah. shirt. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, like, an orange, oranginess to it, but it's also got, like, it's, like, very pale from whatever the milky. Yeah. But it's also really dark. Whiteness. It's yeah. a, it's very, so it's, like, it's. A, I can't think of the. It's really the hard to Opaque, say. I think, is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. You can't really see through it. No light's cutting it. I think, yeah, opaque is probably, like, a good term for it. And no matter how many ring lights I hold this up against, like, mm-hmm. it's still, like, really hard to see through. And it's definitely at the two range at, like, the minimum. And yeah. It's, like, more of the, like, the shirt, yeah, design more than anything. You know what? I only smell hops. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be a hop. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, granted, they, they tell you up front that it's going to be 80 IBUs. But there's not a whole lot of, like juicy flavor to this and uh six hop varieties in yeah, there yeah there's a lot of hops in there and you smell them all yeah it's definitely yeah pretty much yeah. definitely get like the citra there's a little yeah. bit of that citru- citrusness yeah maybe uh, i was thinking i i smelled more of the mosaic on the front end yeah i get that too mm-hmm. but it definitely finishes it's kind of like a drop off. Like you kind of get the citra, and then it's like, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of there's a lot of pine to this one. So Keith's gonna fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. 
I see pale drinking on the screen. I'm going to start drinking, even though I've been drinking since mm-hmm. we started. <laughs> You've been drinking since before we were doing sound I know, tests. it's true. Mm-hmm. I was drinking the sound <laughs> test. You got to hear what it's going to sound like when you drink. It's true. This one, um, I think this one is probably the most bitter of the two Tom series that I can remember. Yeah, it's pretty happy. I mean, and it's to be expected with the 80, as you said. So I'm not upset about it. I, it. It's exactly how I'd expect it to taste. But it's not like overwhelming. Like we, we've yeah, had, it's also not... but uh, Matt Anthony's had a palate jacker, which mm-hmm. was 101 ABVs. And you like uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> drinking that thing. This one at least has like some balancing things to it. Like, yeah, we, we feel, we taste the hops, but it's not like, I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. That New England style makes it uh, super drinkable. It's pretty juicy and mm-hmm. hoppy up front, and then it gets like a little bit bitter on the finish. Which is weird because you can't mm-hmm. smell the juiciness, right? Right, you don't really smell right, Yeah, right. you just smell all hops. But I'm glad that there's some flavor to it, yeah. Yeah. And this definitely, um, I'm going to say out of every episode, this is, has to be the freshest can we've ever had on the show. <laughs> since you canned it yesterday. It's, yes. And we're drinking it today. This For is a sure. record. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you want to know anything, we have a picture on Instagram that is of us next to the canning machine holding the specific beers Correct. that you see. <laughs> the ones that we're drinking. Yeah. It was, except I'm not there. We can Photoshop you in. Yeah, there's a plenty of space like above that that uh, table, like on the right side of the picture. I, I will <laughs> say, pop out pop one of the cans. <laughs> I will say, my favorite part about that picture is Pale holding up the cans to cover up the drinking geek out logo on his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I did that. Where <laughs> we could up the Marvel. My logo. shirt was like kind of open, but I'm like, oh, Pale, you covered up the our label. Your, yeah. your ghost was... Yeah, the yeah, D-ghost was right there. It was a little wet. I but. know. I was, <laughs> I'll explain was later. Can, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I figured, because the cans, when I pulled them out, they were still wet on the top, so I figured you were yeah. the sprayer. Nope, not even that. <laughs> we'll get into it later. Obviously, this is brand new, so there's not much on Untapped to talk about, so luckily you guys have some inside information. Yeah, it is wonderful. Uh, so we'll just go ahead and we'll just do whatever is on Untapped. Have they released it yet officially? Yes, today it was released. Uh, today, yeah. So 17 minutes ago. I'm seeing four unique check-ins. Yeah, yeah a couple people four. are checking it in as we speak. So we should go live. Maybe we'll have more by the end. We can always we can <laughs> always like recap it. You know, like when we finish talking, we can go back and like, is there any more check-ins? But this is this right. is exciting. Like this, we're 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 literally reviewing this beer and checking it in before like majority of the people are able to have it. It's a nice, it's a cool opportunity. Did he put this on the Osner app? Yeah, it was. Yep, I got a notification. It, he and, did. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I saw him say pre-orders were up, but I didn't know where. All right, so on Untapped, we have four total check-ins. And not applicable amount of ratings because there's like a minimum of 10. Mm-hmm. Only two people actually gave it a score. Yeah, and they're both at four and a quarter. So I'm going to say it's got four and a quarter average right now. <laughs> Simple enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can I could do the math. <laughs> Out of two. <laughs> <Yeah>. it's, 
Brett replied to this guy. Dr. Mantis T didn't say anything, but Brett commented, nice, I got two four-packs. But he didn't he didn't do anything else. He also cheers it. And then Mike K drinking it there, he said, Melon. A lot of depth to this. Did you guys get melon? No. Is that a person? Oh. <laughs> or a flavor? I think I could I understand what flavor he's like that fruitiness like the, a cantaloupe. Yeah, or I was whatever. like on the smell I was thinking some kind of melon, maybe cantaloupe. Right, exactly. Um, what does a cantaloupe smell like? I don't know, but I can I can not much. I know what it tastes like, right? <laughs> yeah. He, he's on to something. Mike, you're on to something. It doesn't have much of a smell though. But I just by doing the taste, kind of get it a little bit. Kind of just it's like under the hop smell, right? You know all the hops, but it's kind of there. You gotta go digging for it. Gotta, yeah, you gotta dig for it. Gotta waft the can a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do a little twirl, swirl, I should say. Twist. He did do. I know as part of the Tom series, he he's done Holland in the past. Um, that had mosaic Eldorado and Yukonot hops. So I think only one of those hops are actually in this. All right, we'll just uh, go ahead and get this rolling. I gave this one four and a quarter. Um, it is wonderful to an extent. I like the fact that he was able to blend all the hops into it to get a unique flavor. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's all you taste. It's not an unbearable taste. You still have like your beer IPA taste to this. But I feel like here is your New England IPA, but you're going more towards the West Coasty style with throwing a bunch of fucking hops into it. But you're still trying to keep up with like that hazy uh, feel for it. Uh, which is not a it's not a bad thing. I, I would I would like a more of a hazier West Coast. That's West Coast is my jam, uh, but it's it's kind of leaning that way with the amount of hops that were thrown in there, and I think it detracts away from the specific flavors of the the malt or whatever that you would bring into this. Uh, upon the drink drinking, it was f- fine flavor, but again because it's eighty IBUs, it was kind of taking over. Uh, but it wasn't like uh, hops it was wonderful flavor of the hops uh and so it does still get a 425 i think that maybe punch it up a little bit more with whatever the flavor is supposed to be and i think it would be a little bit higher if i could still have this hop flavor and this hop taste and these 80 ibus but still have like an enhancement of the flavor that the beer is supposed to be i think maybe it would be pretty uh knockout i gave it a four I know it's a little too hoppy for my taste. As Dustin said, it's kind of like this whole hodgepodge of hop, 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 hop. (laughs) And I like how you're getting, it's definitely getting more to that West Coast style. But there's a little hint of juiciness and that you kind of get up front um, that really makes every sip exciting. So if I sit here longer on the back end of not drinking, that hoppiness in my mouth, I cannot stand. But if I take another drink, then it goes away. But then it comes right back. So it's a great ploy to get me to keep drinking more of this. Um, it's like flaming hot Cheetos. Exactly. <laughs> so it's it's not overall bad. It's just not my style. I do love a lot of his two Toms uh, or the, the Tom series, the other Tom series. But 
this one's just a little bit too hoppy for me because I know his previous ones have been more juicy and definitely I've loved those a lot more. But hey, you got to mix it up a little bit. You can't have every beer the same. So, And I went uh, four and a quarter. I said very hoppy up front with a bitter dry finish. I am getting some juice up front, which is nice. Um, overall, the more I drink it, the more that bitterness becomes and the kind of just sticks, you know, with every drink, like Keith was saying, and it goes away for a little bit and then it just comes back. Um, I do prefer a little more his juicier stuff. Um, I would like, you know, one or two of the pops to be more focused and, but so I guess big hot blends are not my, my thing, but, um, I do enjoy it. I think I would drink it again. So I went with a four and a half so we can stick with the 4.25 average. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I said, probably the hoppiest hazy I have ever had. And I love it. It's like a delicious hop infinity war happening inside my mouth. (laughs) Oh, whoa. Nice. Nice. And uh, like the thing is you are, uh, putting in the negative category, I'm putting in the positive category as like, I know I like those less hoppy versions too, but I like this as an alternative because I've had those before and I enjoy them. But now I want something a little hoppier. I can go for this one and have like a whole new experience. So um, it is not all the way up in the fives because it is, it is very hoppy and it's hard to drink a ton of these. I wouldn't be able to drink a four pack in one day or anything. So uh, that's the only negative. I, it's just, it is very happy, but I also enjoy that. While we are getting the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink and Geek Out. Get all sorts of cool, fancy updates and pictures. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff over on our website at drinkandgeekout.com. And you can email us any comments or suggestions at drinkandgeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content, and that is patreon.com slash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Uh, So, there's a reason why we had this beer. And it was just released today, and here we are recording already. Imagine that. <laughs> Us in for, uh, two people in Fort Wayne, two people in Indianapolis. How is that possible? <laughs> it's because we were invited by the Tom himself. Only one of the Toms. The other Tom couldn't make it for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were invited to actually come help them can this beer. And I think he invited us particularly because of the label specific to the mm-hmm. fact that it was mm-hmm. Hindelson versus Tom Holland. And the fact that he thought of us was just awesome. Yeah. he's list- You can tell he's listened to the show. He knows we're into the Marvel stuff or he's at least ch- looked at our check-ins or our, our Instagram posts and seen that we're talking about Marvel shit a lot. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I feel like this was right up your guys' alley. You should come in if you're available. And I, I was not available, but you guys were, so tell me all about it. Walk me through all it. All right, so it was a brisk Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, yeah. It was a brisk Thursday. Not unlike today, which was like 60, 
But today, yesterday, it was like in the 30s. And we get there, and we had to wait for Keith because teacher. Yes. <laughs> and he's on Coliseum the other, Boulevard. I would say traffic. he's on the other side of town, yeah. but other side of town. Yeah, he came can't. all the way from Indy. <laughs> or, Keith said something about vomit was all over his pants, and he had to go home and change. <laughs> he had kid kid shit all over him. <laughs> well, I had I had to wear the uh, the Digo brand, so I'm like, I better go home and change, and not you know come to work yeah, like a professional. Especially since we, yeah. you'll mm-hmm. find out what we were doing here in just a little bit, and I'm glad I changed clothes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he invited, like, as soon as we got there, uh, he invited us back, and we're like, we're, we're waiting for somebody, and so he just started talking to us like we were normal people, and he was like, <laughs> I know, I know, but I mean, he just. I didn't mean it like that. I mean like he he just, like he was talking like he was like just, he knew us like he knew us like he, he was, was oh he, right, was, right. he was like a normal guy just chilling with us instead of this you know owner of this brewery that we love he's just he was t- he was talking to us like we were like on par with him or like he was on par with us is what I mean and so it was really yeah, cool he just kind of came over and just started chatting us up and uh, the bartender was chatting us up and like it was the the lady bartender not the cool bartender with the glasses. He he wasn't there. Makes me sad. But apparently, like, Canning Day is a big deal for them. Like, the bartenders, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when we were talking to the one gal, she was super excited, A, that he took a, a name suggestion for uh, one of the beers that she had, which was Hop Mess. And the, the can mm. that they designed for her, one, like, somebody, I don't know, the artist who knows Tom or in the family. I don't really, I didn't get that designed the can specifically off of how she was describing she wants this beer. And so she, they went to dinner one night and she kind of explained what she wanted. And later that night she had sent her a sketch of what she thought for the label of the can. And she's like, this is perfect. Let's go. And it was a uh, hot mess. So you can imagine it was like a Medusa looking lady yep. with the hair mm-hmm. just everywhere. Cause she was a hop mess. Or so. just picture the Starbucks like logo. Yeah. The Starbucks like, logo. Yeah. That works too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, I mean, that was just like the start of it. And I love the atmosphere of Two Toms. It's a wonderful place to be. It's a wonderful place to hang out. Uh, it, it's just, if you've never been there, you have to go. Like there's, it, if you don't like beer, it's going to be really tough to persuade you. But if you like beer and you haven't been to Two Toms, what are you doing with your life? It just It doesn't even have to be like as snobby as you could potentially get, you know, crap beer people. Tom is super down to earth. Yeah. He's like super real. He's super chill. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest takeaway too, just how down to earth and humble he is. Yeah. Like he's like, he, he puts himself on equal levels as like everybody else. Right. He doesn't, that's not his full-time job. Well, technically. No, it's not. He has. To, well, he, he said it's full-time. Right. I mean, I'm sure he does. He's in there three or four times a week brewing or canning or just do what doing whatever but right. he has another full-time job that sounds really important yeah uh, what waste management right waste management like uh, a senior in, director yeah a senior director of waste management in the united states and canada mm-hmm. or and some, he named off three or four big huge companies that yeah, he, they dealt with yeah which he helps control really, their waste it's really Jeez. cool yeah and so it's like you're one of us you know you're doing your job mm-hmm. you're doing the thing you love on top of that it was a lot. It was a lot of inspiration, especially since all of us want to actually brew. 
and uh, potentially of us want to brew. I don't know about you guys, but I know me and Saf want to brew at least. That's fine. <laughs> I, I can do brewery. the other parts. I'll do the other parts. You guys yeah. do the brewing. So. <laughs> it's a team effort. Team it's effort. Just, <laughs> it's a team effort. And then I'll pour the beers. Yeah, pour. That's, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Pales I'll pours. drink them. Right <laughs> there, there. You go. <laughs> Pales pours. Another alliteration. <laughs> I'll pour. Saf drinks. You're good. All right. Uh, it's okay. So that was even before like we went back there. Then this was just like hanging out. In, in the in the brewery section. Uh, when Keith got there, we went back and we immediately started a tour. Like, you know, it's like, hey, have you guys, you know, like you guys not been back here before, have you? Or, you know, whatever. And so he just kind of showed us everything. And, and like based on conversations with him, he immediately picked up on the fact that I do know a little bit more about brewing stuff that he, when he was explaining some of his tools, it wasn't just like, this is the thing where I get this. It was very specific about what this does. And so I like, I understood like what he was doing and why he was doing it with those things. It, well, he had, th- we had that experience with, with bird boy yeah. where mm-hmm. we did that. And then we've also, uh, Dustin and I have been doing some home brewing. Right. So we've have some knowledge going into it. So it's not like he's talking to some noobs. Right. Yeah. If you want to know about our homebrew experiences, <laughs> make sure you check out a TikTok. <laughs> tiktok.com slash drinking geek out or whatever the whatever, i don't know how that I, or i think it's at i think it's tiktok.com slash at drinking geek out right. ask, your, ask your kids <laughs> to at get drinking on geek out on tiktok <laughs> yeah ask your ask your kids to figure it out who knows whatever uh and so yeah so we got a tour of the place um before and after like everything i was telling my wife i was telling allison it, it's very eye-opening because when you think of a place that has you know, the capacity that they do and the amount of stuff that they are able to, uh, that they sell, you would anticipate like a big ensemble, mm-hmm. but it's really not, it's really not. They have two kettles that they do their five barrel mash tons in. And then they have two, uh, sorry, technically six different fermentation, uh, containers. They have mm-hmm. two, five barrels two 10 barrels and then two 20 barrels. Okay. So essentially what they, what they would have to do is if they wanted to fill up the 20 barrel, then they would do uh, two of the mash tons, fill it, two of the mash tons and fill it. Right. So that's like an all day project for them to boil, crack all that stuff and fill up that, that 20 barrel thing. But they have, they can get all those, the two twenties, the two tens, and the two fives fermenting in the same day, and then you have yourself—I uh, don't remember how many kegs uh, are coming in, in a barrel, but you have plenty of barrels that can come from that amount of beer. So mm-hmm. uh, the they they don't have a huge elaborate system. Like I've been to Sun Kings, and I've been to a few of these other yeah, places. So, but Sun Kings been around for what, like twenty years? Right, almost? I know. <laughs> yeah, like I know. That, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hell, even like Hop River, like if you look into their, uh, like their windows, That's they true. have like an elaborate mm-hmm. system. And it's because someone is able to throw money into this as an like, investment. Mm-hmm. And cool for you, man. You have your thing, but that's an inspiration. Seeing Tom do what he does with just what he has, and I think he's recently expanded that. Yeah. So what did he start? What he had like, last year or two years ago would have been. Like exactly. half of what he yeah. has now or something. Yeah. I think he bought half of his stuff from Central did, State, yeah. right? 
A lot of those the, big tanks yeah, that not, he was showing yeah. us yesterday all came from the Central State sale. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty pretty exciting and it's a huge inspiration. Like you have a rock solid brewery plus the amount of output that they do and the hype and excitement that they do and something that is very manageable by one person. So I think that speaks volumes on him as a person, but also gives deep inspiration for, you know, people like us who want to do something like this, that it is possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does have, obviously, the support of his wife, who was there helping us last night, too, and all his staff. I mean, I know they're like a little family out there, uh, working that close together, helping out with canning and helping out with, you know, pretty much everything. Not just pouring the beers and paying your tab up at the front, but there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that right. they all kind of come together and help out with. So it's pretty cool mm-hmm. to see all that. Yeah. I mean, even, even Shades, uh, or whatever his name is, I forget his name. Uh, he was telling mm-hmm. us like before, like he's been on trips to go check out hop farms. Mm-hmm. He's helped picked out flavors oh, nice. for different beers. So, yeah, just an overall experience. So, what was the actual canning process like, or did you just do like labels? Or well, we kind of thought we were gonna do labels, but he kind of showed mm-hmm. us the whole station. Um. He gave us a glass. We had to glove up, obviously, sanitary reasons. Right. Um, and then he gave us a glass, so we would be drinking the fresh product throughout, which I was hoping mm. for. Um, so he kind of walked us through the station. So at one end, all the way down, by the windows where you walk in, is kind of where we started. Mm-hmm. So if you look in, he's got the whole canning station kind of set up right there in the middle. Uh, the first station was pull the cans from the pallet and put them in this sanitizing solution dunk them in there, wash them off, kind of tap them, turn them upside down into a couple of tubes, let them drain out a little bit. Then you take the cans, put them on this little slider, which uh, you have to push in. And then there are three prongs that would come down and go right into the can to do the filling. And then it automatically will push those three down. And this other bar comes up and pushes those three. And then there's this huge stack of... Um, the metal tops, the aluminum tops with the pop tops Mm -hmm. that come down and it kind of spins and it pushes it down and then crimps it. And then it goes down, it pushes it to the next station. And then there's little hoses that will hose off the top. And the more, as you continue through the process, it's got a little holding cell that all those cans will then collect until somebody takes it off, dumps the water off. And then you put it on a towel, kind of dry it off a little bit. Then you got a scale. You want to measure it um, to see, to weigh it. Yeah, to make sure. Yeah. (laughs) So there's this sweet number that we, uh, a magic number that we had to hit to make sure it was all right. Um, And then you just kind of stack it in the case. And then the next person on the station would then take it on a roller and it would roll the sticker on at a certain point. Then you had to stop it. And then pop it off and set it in another case. And then you had the plastic little tops you had to snap on them. Holder. The four, the holders. Yeah. Four pack holder. Mm-hmm. So that was basically the process. So after looking at all that, it's like, well, we have more spots than we have people here. So we had to divvy up jobs. <laughs> yeah. Two people are going to have to do this or something. <laughs> and it sounds like there was actually more help that night than what it's they normally to, do. Yeah. Usually, usually you just put like three across the whole station, the whole process. And then sometimes they just do two, which 
imagine it would be slower a little bit, but oh yeah, I, I think three is plenty to get it done. Like the magic number, magic number. Somebody sanitizing and then putting them on the rack, filling them, and then take giving them to the person to dry off and weigh them, make sure they're over the correct amount of grams, and then you have another person doing the labeling, and then mm-hmm. putting the putting the um the little top caps things on or whatever the the holder the four pack holders <laughs> four pack thing yeah yeah and then that's it but, but you had extra people so it was you three and then so it was a couple other like dustin and keith on the front end sanitizing and putting them on the rack and pushing them to get them filled and then i was taking them off the off of there drying them off weighing them and then putting them in a just like a a cardboard case and then his wife was putting them on the the label roller maker thing, whatever you want to call it, and rolling it. Mm-hmm. Or cr- it was like a crank, cranking it, putting the label on, and then putting it next on like on the right side of the table, and and that was it. And it was just kind of like getting into a groove because you know I, we don't want to slow them down. Miss anything yeah, we don't want to mess right. anything up either. Break any of his. It's also I also felt like with the labels. Since we kind of stayed away from that, I'm like, he's got a set amount of those. I'm like, I don't want to fuck that up. <laughs> I think I that like would have been the one job up the labels. Or upside down. Yeah, we really could have yeah. the labels up. <laughs> like, well, he fucked let's, the let's label up. Rest. Like when he was showing he us the label thing, he fucked it up. And his wife just rolled her eyes at him and fixed it. <laughs> yeah, she was. I don't think she messed Obviously, up. Obviously, she's one. the one that usually does it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was cool. Uh, and she's then, like, there's a special like sweet spot. Like when you roll it like 360 degrees, you can like feel that sweet spot that when you know you've got it all the way around. Yeah. So you're not putting another label. So on you're, yeah, you're not. Another yeah. label's not trying to go over the top of the other one. And he, like Tom, I don't think has that feel that sweet I'm, spot. I'm guessing feeling. he doesn't do that often, right? Or yeah. ever. he does the like, he he dunks a couple loads of the cans, yeah. rinses them, throws them onto the thing. Once he has two filled up things of sanitized cans he'll throw them through the line and keep on filling them and then he'll empty yeah. what he needs to sets on the table goes back to emptying those two buckets through filling process and stacks all the cans as he can on the thing and that's an easily a one-person job as mm-hmm. what me and keith mm-hmm. were talking about like what could we potentially do to make this a one-person job and i was like well if we <laughs> fill up these two buckets and then we start doing the filling of the the beer and then we pass it off and stack them on the table. That's easily potentially yeah. a one person gig. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> While we were doing this, I noticed one thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>. be prepared, Seth. <laughs> oh, no. Pale talks so much. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What? We can't we can't get him to talk on the podcast for shit. <laughs> when you turn the microphone off, his voice he it affects his voice or something. He kept going. Like, like Tom asked me one question and I was like, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna give you the okay. whole backstory. <laughs> I'm gonna give you everything that I know about what you asked me. And it was like twenty I talked to him for like twenty minutes about like where mm-hmm. I worked. <laughs> <laughs> You went on and on. It was crazy. It, me and Keith were like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he 
doesn't even talk well, we, to Tom's like, oh, I regret <laughs> asking this question. Well, we had mutual, we had mutual like people that we knew. Oh, okay, so so yeah, yeah. there's like yeah. common interest. Yeah, com- yeah, there was common interest there, and common ground. It just like kept going, and but you're right. I I can off off the mic talk <laughs> for ever, and I get on the mic and I'm like, hmm, I don't know <laughs> what to say. Like if you're interviewing him on the podcast, it would have yeah. been like dead silence. It would have been yes, <laughs> just like talking to him without the mics on, and just go on and on. It was funny too because we were we literally had everything ready to go, and then I was like, "Oh, by the way, you're opening a meadery, right?" And he's like, "Do you want to take a tour?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Of course, yes, I do." <laughs> yes, please, please. And so we went oh, we back. saw the barrel room. That was really cool. Yeah, saw the barrel room, saw the mead room, and when we were back there, Pale asked him an interview question about like, did he grow up like liking comics? And he did, and so he's talking about. You know, his comic love, love for comics. And he's like, I can't really pick a movie or Marvel movie that I'm a huge, like, super fan of. And he literally mentioned Disney Plus and he loved Loki. And then growing up, he loved mm-hmm. Spider Man. All rehearsed, by the way. Do you see this can? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably like 30, 40 years in the making. Yeah. This can right here. I don't know. Yeah. So that that was fun. Uh, I didn't think we, we didn't switch spots no. at all. We I think we just got into a we groove. Did. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't really, used to what you're doing. I really didn't want to like switch much to because that would have just took up more time. Yeah. yeah, trying to like get. I mean, like once we got in a groove, we had it done on under the amount of time they. Yeah, estimated. It, it was right. good. And when Tom left to go handle brewery stuff, Keith just did both what him and Tom were doing. And so, like, <laughs> yeah, when, so like when Keith did double duty. When when Keith was over on this end, <laughs> and I noticed that there was a little bit of a like, delay, I would do Keith's job and load up the tray yeah, and slide yeah. it. So it's like I did, I did two things. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Pale's just over there running his mouth. <laughs> Hey, I, nothing. I had all the cans <laughs> dried and weighed, I, I was and then I scooted it over about my can was still inches. wet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? We didn't That's really not my try fault. it off. I'm, I was excited. <laughs> I was excited because I have a, uh, I have a set of cans of these, but then I also have a, a set of non-labeled ones. Oh, yeah. nice. He was generous. <laughs> Very generous. He would have given us yes. a lot more, but I'm like. I feel guilty taking that much beer. <laughs> I literally, he was like, take as much as you want. I was like, no. I won't. Mm-hmm. I'll, one, I'll, I'll take I mean, one for me. All the ones we just canned up, I'll take all I'll of take those. one for me, <laughs> one for Saf, and maybe a little extra of these non-labeled ones. He's like, we're not going to sell the non-labeled ones. He'll, right. he'll forget about them and like, what are these? I don't remember what they are. So I was like, I'll take some. But I'm like, I'll keep them for myself because Saf didn't help. Fuck him. <laughs> that's exactly what I he didn't did say. Take the, I didn't make the drive. <laughs> oh, I was happy I got any at all, and that's cool that he let you. I mean, I mean, it's free labor, so he got something out of the deal right. too. I know, so, and yeah. I it's honestly, not... I didn't expect anything. I expected maybe a can yeah. or two. Like I was like, yeah, I'll take yeah, a or can, a glass. Or, or a like glass he did, he filled yeah. our glasses that we were drinking while we were yeah like, working, and then I thought that's was like all we were going to get, which would have been p- absolutely perfect. Which was nice. We had a couple casualties because the uh, the capping system kind of had a broken spot where it ran out of caps. So it kept trying to um, fill the beer. 
So the beer was like <laughs> half spilled out of it. So he had to like pull it out of the canning system and set it down. So there's like two open beers right there. He goes here and I'm just filling up my hey, glass with the these. sealed beer. <laughs> like, yeah. What else is he going to do with them? <laughs> exactly. Can't serve it or anything. Can't leave that part of the brewery now. So it was, it was, it was great. I, I definitely appreciated it. And I, it, it's an experience that I don't know how blessed we are for having an experience like that. But I feel like not a whole lot of people can experience, you know, say that they've been to a brewery yeah. and done that. And that's he, true. Like one of the one of the things that he said, like when we were done, he's like, "I hope you guys had fun." And it wasn't like sure. I just like recruited you for labor. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, "This was awesome." Like, like, yeah, he yeah, felt bad. I, yeah, he, he did. felt he, bad. Like I didn't mean to like make you guys work like that hard. And it's like, I'll, no, I'll, this is give me, awesome. Give like, me more cans. I'll yeah, fill, I'll I'll fill more another one. I'll, like, can we come back? Give us a full, <laughs> full episode next for Let's something go. to talk yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> and we like I told him like we've actually brewed with Bird Boy, and we gave him the idea for the beer, and he came up with the recipe, and we named it. And then after that, we didn't see the beer. We didn't see the fermentation process. We didn't see the bottling process. We didn't see the kegging or anything. So as mm. soon as we brewed the beer, it stopped right there. So this is another, yeah. a- like a whole new aspect of the process that we didn't see before. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, it was fun. And we know that's possible. Like all, like what we did that night, it's all like something that we could probably pursue yeah. and make happen. Hundred percent. Which is, which is awesome. It's not work if you're doing what you love, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if if you're getting beer, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, if you're allowed to drink beer while you're Speaking doing it. Speaking of which, oh, I'm out. Gosh, I need yes. another. <laughs> well, we should wrap this bad yeah. boy up. This mini episode is becoming a a full length one, a regular episode. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's deserving of that's full all right. episode. So mm-hmm. for sure, we had a fun time. We want to share that. So yeah, that's cool. I liked hearing about it, even though I couldn't go, but. Um, I'm glad you guys all went and we, it just didn't go, this opportunity fell away because none of us could do it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would have felt really bad if we, if all of us said, yeah, we're just not going to be able to make it. And I don't think he would have invited us again uh, yeah. if we didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> and now I feel like he might reach out again, again, yeah. do say, Hey, do you want to maybe sure. be I with us on turn. brewing day? I think it's our turn. Yeah. Have invited. Yeah, on. we definitely need to do we, that. Yeah, we do. We need to figure. We need to figure something out, and we need to have him on. Talk about the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas episode. <laughs> Nate comes out next week. <laughs> yeah. So works for me. All right, uh, let's wrap this short episode up. We didn't have anything written down, but yet we're rambling and talking on forever. <laughs> we, <laughs> we filled an hour. <laughs> so. Almost. All right. So until next time, dr- drink, drink up, up and geek out. Geek out. Geek out. Light.